0: Welcome to One Day at a Time, the podcast where we help each other get through the hard times. Sometimes life can put us in situations that result in a lot of pain and heartache, but at the end of the day, when we get pushed down, we have to get back up at some point. Through sharing some personal experiences and some teachings I've learned along the way, I hope to help those who may be having a hard time recently, and hopefully together we can learn how to make every day a little bit better, even if it's just one day at a time. Subscribe to the podcast today, and I promise you won't regret it. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Allie, and this is One Day at a Time. I'm super excited to be starting this series with you guys. Uh, To be honest, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while now. It was in between a podcast and a potential YouTube channel, But I figured a podcast was the best option because really the whole goal is to just share stories, you know, and share advice with you guys. So hopefully I've made the right choice and the podcast is the best platform to be on. Um, But yeah, I'm super excited that you guys are all here. I'm super grateful. Thank you for um, joining me on this journey and giving this podcast a chance. You know, I usually don't get too nervous when I do this type of thing. Performing or speaking in front of big audiences and things like that, um, but I have to admit I'm pretty nervous and my heart is beating at a million miles per hour um, because you know this time it's different. I don't know how many people are going to be hearing this podcast. It may be one person, but it may be a hundred people, and that scares me a bit because I don't know what the response is going to be. And even though I'm not the type to care too much about what people think of me, obviously, you know, I want this podcast to do well and I want the people listening to benefit from the things that I speak on. So I've decided that for the first couple of episodes, they're actually going to be between 20 and 30 minutes long just so I can get a feel of if you guys are liking the podcast so far. So with that all being said, let's get into it. This episode is going to be on the topic of loneliness and I thought that that was a good first topic to have on the podcast just because it is a pandemic right now and we are being forced to stay at home so whether you like it or not you may fall into the feelings of loneliness and I say that just because I feel like being lonely is a feeling and it doesn't really have to do with your physical surroundings. I mean, you could be surrounded by hundreds of people and them all supporting you, them all showing you love, and you feel like you're alone, like you have nobody. And that is a really easy thing to do and I feel like a lot of people have fallen into that recently. So I just wanted to talk to you about my experience and the things I did to help myself get out of feeling like that. So, basically, what happened with me was at the beginning of COVID, I was very scared. I was following all the rules. I was very against anyone who wasn't following any, like, of the regulations, like wearing masks or going outside and things like that. So, you know, I was nervous. Um, I took the pandemic really seriously, but somewhere in between my opinion had a total 180 and I started looking at the pandemic a total different way. So now my opinion is not like a lot of people's and I don't really take the pandemic too seriously and I know I'm gonna have some backlash saying that. That's not to say that I don't social distance and I don't wear masks because I do but it's more like I don't believe everything they're telling us is 100% true or like they're holding back a lot of information, you know? And I don't know if a lot of people can agree with my opinion on that or if it's different. Either way, it's respected. I can respect people who are fearful and are nervous of the pandemic because they have reason to be and I'm not going to judge them for following the rules and regulations of a pandemic. But with saying that my opinions did change and they were different from people that were really close to me. So I had to come to terms with the facts that the opinions were different and we had to respect each other still and the communication had to be there. But I didn't make those realizations until I did feel lonely. And after my opinion changed, and I was having those conversations with the people that were really close to me um, and finding out that they didn't really support my opinions and that theirs were really far off from mine. I felt like nobody cared about what I had to say about the pandemic and that nobody could really relate to how I was feeling and so that made me feel really lonely because I had no one to talk to about it, nobody to reach out to. So there were days where I couldn't stop crying, there were days where I would just decide to like be in my house all day, be in my room, watch Netflix, kind of shut out everyone and soak in my loneliness which obviously wasn't the right thing to do at that time because it just made me feel more alone and so what really got me out of feeling really alone was reading and if you know me you know that I'm really into spirituality so I have a lot of books based on said topic and this book I was reading called Waking Up in 5D was talking about polarity. And if you don't know what polarity is, it's basically like right versus wrong. It's like living in a world where one has to be right and one has to be wrong, one has to be better than the other. And it was talking about if you wanted to live in the fifth dimensional realm, there is no polarity, there is no right or wrong, because you have to understand that there is a way to live With the understanding that you have a different opinion than others and it's hard sometimes when you have to face that fact on serious topics like racism sexism equality things like that but in the means of covid i was okay with having a different opinion with the ones that were really close to me so i'm just gonna leave that there for now because it all comes full circle at the end but i want to move on to how social media can also make us feel lonely, especially during COVID. And I say that because yes, the restrictions are there, but you can decide to follow them if you want to or not. And obviously, there have been a lot of people who aren't following them and who are having big gatherings, who are hanging out, people you may know. If you live in a household where your restrictions are really tight and your parents don't really let you do a lot or even you yourself don't want to do a lot but you're still feeling pretty alone because you're seeing all your friends hang out on social media like Snapchat or Instagram or whatever, it's probably beneficial for you not to have those apps at the moment. Yes, they're good for some things and I'm not telling you to delete your social medias but I'm just telling you I did it And I deleted them for like more than six months and it really changed how I feel about being alone during the pandemic because I'm not constantly seeing people hanging out, getting together, having a good time, and I'm at home like watching Netflix, you know what I mean? I know a couple people who have done this as well and they will tell you the exact same thing, that you're most likely better off without it. I know it's actually a pretty hard thing to do, like, your phone is addicting, social media is addicting, like, you have to admit, but honestly, it makes such a difference in your mental health if you're really struggling with that feeling of being alone. But say that's not for you, like, you use your social media for other things, maybe businesses, or you just, you can't get yourself to delete the apps, which is perfectly okay, like, I feel like a lot of people can't bring themselves to delete a lot of the social media apps that they have on their phones. So I say if you're seeing a lot of your friends on social media hanging out together and it's bothering you and it's making you feel alone, probably the best thing to do is delete your apps. That's what worked for me, but if you can't bring yourself to it, just make sure you're limiting the time that you're spending on them and maybe just not looking at those specific stories of the people that you know are hanging out together. Like, say you know that one of your close friends isn't really being COVID-restricted and they're allowed out and they're out and doing things. Maybe just stay away from that person. Don't look at their stories. Like, I know this stuff is hard, but it's stuff that has to be done to ensure that you're staying happy. Okay, so the next topic I sort of want to touch on is getting lonely after you go through a breakup and i was debating on whether making this a totally different episode about like going through a breakup and like loneliness and all that but i just wanted to touch on it in this episode because it really goes with the theme and to be perfectly honest never in my life have i gone through a really serious breakup I've never been in any type of long-term relationship, so my relationship advice when it comes to breakups isn't that good, but I still want to touch on it because I do have something to say, and that is that when you're lonely after a breakup, it's usually because you can't get that person out of your head. When you're dating that person, all you can think of is them, like they're on your mind 24-7 or you're constantly with them. So when you go through a breakup, you're always going to be thinking about that person and usually you're not thinking about the bad times. You're not thinking about the bad things they said to you or the bad things they did or the situations where you knew that you had enough. You're probably thinking about the better times and that's totally understandable because when you think of a person, it's really easy to think about the things that they gave you and not about the things that they took away. And that's what I want to bring up, is that after a breakup, you may feel like you're empty, you know, you're missing a part of yourself that completed you for so long. But now you have to learn to be by yourself again and learn how to love yourself and be okay with being alone. And even if it was a mutual breakup and you guys are still on good terms, you still need... To learn how to be okay by yourself and not constantly talk to someone or have someone right next to you 24 7 and that's a thing that a lot of people i think struggle with after a breakup that's like the number one thing is that they can't get them out of their head and what i'm about to say is super cliche and you've probably heard it a thousand times but honestly for this specific situation I do believe that time heals all wounds and I feel like that's the best advice I can give just because you need a little bit of time to grieve and I know that sounds weird but I feel like we actually do grieve over our relationships that don't work out because it leaves you with a broken heart and when you have a broken heart you need to grieve to heal it and also another thing I would say is when you're in a relationship, you're so used to doing everything with a specific person. So you kind of forget about the things that you would normally do by yourself. So if you've just recently gone through a breakup and you're like, I don't know how to get over this person. I don't know what to do with myself. Like I've kind of fallen into a depression. The first thing I would tell you to do is start doing things that you like to do. Don't be like laying in your bed all day because then you're just gonna be on your phone, maybe scrolling through photos of you guys but instead it's important to get out and um, do things on your own. Maybe go for a walk, you know, get into exercising, maybe do yoga, start cooking. You know, I know that there isn't a lot to do in quarantine, but it is getting a little bit warmer outside, so there are definitely more things to do than there was. So I really encourage um, you do a lot of things by yourself. Also, I know a lot of people don't want to do this, but it's really important to reach out to your friends. If you don't want to talk to your family about a breakup and you're not in therapy, which maybe you're not or maybe you are, either way it's important to talk to someone. So reaching out to one of your friends is really important because I guarantee you one of your friends have gone through a really serious breakup and they could give you some really good tips on things that you can do to start learning how to be okay by yourself. Learning how to spend time with yourself and actually enjoy it is actually something that took a long time for me to learn. Because at first, you're so used to doing things with other people. You're used to going on drives with your friends and blasting music or going to their house and hanging out or, you know, going to the movies or going to the park or whatever it may be. But once you're alone, say in quarantine, and you don't really have your friends to hang out with anymore, you don't realize that you can actually do all of those things by yourself. Or maybe you've thought about doing it, but you're like, nah, I don't want to look like weird, like I'm by myself. Or, you know, that's just going to make me sad doing all these things that I used to do with my friends by myself. But sometimes it's fun to hang out with yourself. And the more time you spend actually doing things by yourself, the more and more you'll start to enjoy it. It may seem awkward, it may seem weird at first, But honestly, it's not. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody's judging you. And honestly, you're having a good time. So, I didn't realize this a long time ago, but another thing that was really affecting how lonely I felt was my relationship with my family and my parents especially. Because at times, I wouldn't talk to them a lot and I wouldn't be seeing them a lot and it would make me feel really distanced from them, but I found when I actually made that effort to make sure I spent time with them and saw them throughout the day, I noticed that switch in happiness when I was at home and I wasn't just sitting in my bedroom on my phone doing nothing. I was actually downstairs interacting with my family and it was a good time. And I know that isn't the case for a lot of people, but if you're a person that, you know, you don't have a bad relationship with your parents, but you're also not super, super close, I really encourage just spending time with them, maybe getting to know them a little bit more. I realized that I didn't know that much about my parents, so just making sure to spend a little time with them can really increase your mood as well as theirs. You know, it's really weird to say this, but sometimes I feel like being alone is a choice. You know, For me, I just felt like I cut so many people off at one specific time and it really like shortened my friends list like i had a lot of friends in high school and then when we went online and we started distancing ourselves from each other i realized that i only really have like two or three real true friends and that's also a really hard realization to make so when i was alone most of the time and i was thinking to myself like damn this is so different From chilling with my friends every day and going on car rides and seeing all these different people in literally one day, and now I'm doing nothing every single day. Like, it's so different and it puts you in such a bad mood, but that's why I talk about doing things by yourself and learning how to love doing things by yourself, because that's truly the only thing that will get you out of that, and to be honest, I'm pretty lazy. I don't really do a lot, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy spending time with myself just chilling at home. And I think it's really important to do everything that you do with intention as well. So if I'm laying in my bed, like I said, I'll make it intentional by making it like a space where I feel really comfortable and relaxed and just a time where I can wind down instead of a time where I can just sit on my bed feeling lazy and bored, if that makes sense. Or another thing, I know I'm just throwing out examples at this point, but if you're at home and you don't know what to do, you should have a self-care day. Like, that's something I'm gonna talk about a lot on this podcast as well, because I think it's so important to take care of yourself. Like, you need to have baths, you need to sit down and listen to your favorite music, you need to dance if you like to dance, you need to sing, you need to draw, you need to do things that you enjoy doing because that's really taking care of yourself and that's ensuring your happiness because you're doing things that you actually like to do. So that's just another thing you can do if you're just chilling at home. You can definitely like take a bath, do some face masks, you know, if you want to do your makeup, do your nails, get pretty, you know, take some pics I know that applies to mostly the girls, but if you're a guy, you know, I guess, uh, play some video games. I mean, you could get dressed too and take some pics. Why not? I'm not really knowledgeable on the kinds of things that guys do in their spare time because, of course, I'm a female. But, you know, my point is there are endless options, um, when you're just by yourself chilling and you don't have to feel so bored all the time because I know that boredom a lot of the time leads to loneliness. So to finish off this episode, I just want to say, of course, you are not alone. There is always someone to reach out to. There is always someone wanting to help you, wanting to see you do better. But like everything, it takes you and your effort to succeed. If you want to fully enjoy hanging out with yourself, and that's totally okay with you, and... You don't need to surround yourself by a lot of people to feel happiness. Then that's something that you're gonna have to work on. Um, hopefully, I gave you some helpful tips, some some ways that you can get through that feeling of loneliness. And you know, if you really feel like you don't have a person to talk to about um, being lonely or anything of that matter, I'm always here. If you found this helpful, of course, um, you can reach out to me if you want to do that, but that's it. That's the end of my first episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it to the end, that means the absolute world to me, and I would love your feedback on this episode. Um, either you can DM me on Instagram, or if you have my Snapchat already, please don't hesitate from giving your constructive criticism or giving your thoughts about the podcast. I would love to hear it, and um, I just want to make this podcast the best I can for you guys listening. And if you want to come back and listen to the second episode of the podcast, it airs on May 14th. That's two weeks from now. So yeah, I guess that's it. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to an episode of One Day at a Time, the podcast where I share some of the things that I've gone through and some lessons that I've learned along the way in hopes to help someone who may need it. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow my Instagram at Aliold if you want to stay updated, and don't forget to come back every other Friday for new episodes. I'll talk to you soon. Bye!